Hello everybody, welcome back to Elder Geek Game Club number 41, Minecraft. My name is Steve Wilkinson and joining me as always is Phil Summers. Phil, how are Hello. you doing this evening? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing great. And back with us as always also is the editor and owner of ElderGeek.com, Randy Asenjak. How you doing, Randy? I'm doing well tonight. I'm, I'm mixing it up. I've got both coffee with me this evening, and I don't know what YouTube's policy is on, let's call it, yeast juice, but I've also got one of those <laughs> sitting by. Well, that's terrible. It, I, <laughs> <laughs> but, wait, wait, uh, so are, are you going to, like, slam, like, I coffee, might. beer, coffee? I, I have, I've got a lot oh. that i got to get done tonight. But, you Two know, fisting. I, I want to oh. have the, the, uh, the yeast juice on the side um, just so I can... <laughs> So I can have the little bit of the loose lips and be like, you guys suck, and you know, while talking about the show. Right, right. <laughs> oh, and, and just kind of showing this off. I don't know if we'll be able to see this on the camera, but, you know, my little ditty from uh, MAGFest. Here, let me see if I can get it a little bit closer. Uh, it's my companion, uh, companion cube, cube uh, uh, pint glass. Nice. Yeah. And joining us this time, we have a very special guest, Mr. Chad Williams from the Jumpman <laughs> Podcast. Chad, how you doing tonight? What's up, everybody? Thanks so much, dudes, for bringing me on to this epic podcast. <laughs> we should it's have introduced it the way you pleasure. did the show. We should have been like, jump me! <laughs> do you want to? So, Chad's with us this time around. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about your show and kind of do some pluggage? Sure. Well, uh, Jumpman Podcast, we're weekly video game slash movie podcasts. Uh, myself and my brother, uh, Eric, he lives down in Virginia. I'm up here in New York City, and. Uh, we, co- we used to call each other every week and just talk about, like, 80s movies, cartoons, you know, anything. We just decided to start recording our calls. So it's just, like, unedited, unfiltered, whatever the hell we feel like talking about. And a ton of Nick Cage and Steven Seagal every single goddamn week. <laughs> you guys see way more movies than I ever do. You see more movies in the theater than I watch at home just renting them. Well, that's that's the thing, and especially, like... When, when you guys were all like, hey, dude, you got to get your brother into Minecraft, I was like, yo, he's just like the movie guy, that's his thing, <laughs> and like he he fell off the video game boat, and there's no, like, I don't know, he sank to the bottom of no game playing lake, I guess. Wow. <laughs> so, speaking of Minecraft, that is the game we played this time around for the, for the game club. Kind of a weird game to play. Uh, for game club, I guess I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. That I, I feel weird about it because, like I was saying before we started recording, it's a game that I I have played a lot of over yeah. the last year and a half. So uh, it's kind of weird because it's usually games that you know we've never played before and we jump into them, and and that's two week time period. It's the only experience I have with the game. So yeah, and the different. other thing is it's it's so big too compared to all the other games that we've done. We either do retro or indie, and even though this is technically indie, it's just insanely successful probably one of the most successful games of all time yeah and uh phil has prepared a little uh minecraft history lesson for us so phil do you want to go ahead and uh give us that i don't want to get too out of control because uh, this is one of those things where you could probably just keep talking about minecraft history but um yeah we'll, we'll try and be quick with it so it's a sandbox indie game created by swedish programmer marcus notch persons person was saying that Person, person, yeah. Person. yeah. yeah. Uh, he later he later developed and or the game was later developed and published by Mojang. Mojang, right? Too Mojang. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, it was first released on PC in May of 2009. That was just an alpha build, and then there were a ton of updates to it over the course of a couple of years, and it was officially released in November of 2011. Uh, the mm-hmm. game was released. Ugh, can't even speak. 
was released <laughs> on Android, iOS, in, uh, Android and iOS in 2011, and then on Xbox in May of 2012. Um, that was an Xbox exclusive for uh, consoles, actually. Uh, and I owed all those versions. Do you really? <laughs> wow. I do. You even have it on so Xbox? I got them all. Yeah, but anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> you captured them like Pokemon. So you got yeah. them all, man. <laughs> So, as of uh, January 22nd of 2013, I think he made a statement about it on that day, which is how they have it to uh, the exact date there. Uh, the game has sold over 9 million copies on PC and over 20 million across all platforms. And it's the best-selling Xbox Live Arcade game ever, which, like, to me kind of blows my mind, actually. Well, I mean, I mean, I I know there's several reasons for that, but like everybody knows Minecraft, you know, it's like it's hugely popular and and it's a decent port. I played the demo; it's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, my, Steve, my you, you was got real it. Into it. Steve, did you dig the Xbox One? Uh, not as much as the PC version, but uh, it's it like Chad said, it's a, it's a good port. They they did a couple different things with the interface to make it work better with the controller, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a good version. It's decent. They did some other things to it too, as well, didn't they? Like they lowered the the ceiling cap and the uh, yeah. you know, how how low you can dig uh, in it. But uh, you know, and I and I do believe that the world size is smaller. Not that it matters, because I thought they were joking uh, when when I had read it. But isn't it something like the the size of Minecraft is is like eight thousand times the size of Earth or some crap like that? It it's oh it's ridiculously goodness. huge. Um, but so if they made a smaller world, even if they dropped it by. 25% of its original size. I don't think anybody would really notice that while playing the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so, uh, Notch created Minecraft in his spare time, and then as it became more popular and the game just kind of actually exploded, he was able to quit his full-time job and work strictly on Minecraft. And then, as it grew from there, he was just like, F it, and establishing my own company. And that was and, what he did. And did you guys, did you guys see um, Minecraft colon the story of Mojang, the documentary about two-player productions? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was very good. That's, that's essentially like that, that blurb, but like the two-hour movie, you know, yeah. with two-player <laughs> productions, like right, right there the whole time. Really? Mm-hmm. I, would, I would be interested in seeing that. I have not seen that. It's a, it's a good, it's a good movie. And, and actually, um, we, we bought it over the Christmas break that just went, you know, just passed, and it, mm-hmm. uh, sat down and watched it. The three of us, m- me, my wife, and my daughter, who's eight years old, and uh, amazingly enough, she sat and watched the entire movie. It, Wait, and it's not—it's not like a movie where you're watching people play Minecraft the whole time either. I mean, it's a documentary, and and she was—it held her interest, hmm. which is a lot for a, a movie like that. Was that? Did that play at the uh, the Magfest Film Festival? That's right. It, it all was, uh, comes full circle back to Magfest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, games, games on film, which is the the film festival at Magfestival, the biggest film festival in the world ever. Uh, wow. Yeah, that was that headlines basically <laughs> the packed packed a huge room. I think it was like a five hundred seat room. Wow. Packed it in there. Um, hmm. Paul and Asif from Two Player Productions flew out from L.A. You know, and it was essentially the world premiere. So it was it was oh, hot really? potatoes. Yeah, Magfest. Wow. Yeah, they they so released this is the new. this movie is is new. Yeah, yeah they oh, released okay. right before Magfest. They released the um, the DVDs only to their Kickstarter contributors that week. Oh, wow. So like the week afterwards, we had the big public showing at Magfest, and they were awesome guys. They stuck around for like Q and A and hung out with the dudes from Mario Warfare, and it was just a ton of filmmakers just like having a ball, and a lot of actually special previews at the film festival too that I look forward to next uh, 
next couple years. Was that what got you into playing Minecraft? Because shortly thereafter, you started doing your personal "Let's Suck at Minecraft" play, which <laughs> which you've been kind of publishing on your own. This this playthrough without looking anything up, uh, kind of thing. Yeah, that was that was basically it. Like I watched I watched uh, for the second time at the film festival the whole documentary, and I thought, you know, this is really like something significant, like in the gaming community. And you know, why have I been? I guess because like for a long time it was PC only, and I'm a Mac guy, you know. So I felt like there was uh, like a separation between like the PC master race people and like <laughs> you know, and like and all of us console peasants over here, you know. And I've always been just like a console guy. I'm not very like techy, and I'm not one of those dudes with like an IT job. So I always just kind of associated Minecraft with that. So watching the documentary got me really pumped, and they have a Mac version. So I thought, you know. What better way to get into it than to just like take the plunge, and uh, thank thank God I play that Xbox Live demo for like half a second, because otherwise I would have no clue how to do anything in the game. And there's like a nice <laughs> tutorial in the in the demo. Uh, I didn't know that actually. That's that is pretty interesting that there's a tutorial in it. Yeah, there's no documentation in the game itself about how to do anything. <laughs> I was really surprised. Yeah, like really mm-hmm. surprised. Yeah, see, now, we might as well just move into our thoughts. Yeah. Um, you know, I did kind of the same thing you did. I have never touched Minecraft until we decided we were doing it for this show. And when I started playing it, I was like, I'm not looking up anything. I didn't know that... I didn't know it wasn't going to teach me anything, you know? And then when I saw that it wasn't teaching me anything, I thought, okay, I can figure this out. But then I, I became quickly frustrated. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Steve was sending me... I never did look at look anything up. Steve just sent me a couple of hints, and I started to sort of figure things out. Slightly, slightly on my own. But I never, like... It's been a busy two weeks. And... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I... You know, I don't think Minecraft is the game for me. Um, okay. Let me, let me try and articulate my thoughts here a little bit. <laughs> so <laughs> Suddenly all you know, the people leave watching. This ep- go- yeah, going into this episode, I really had zero interest in Minecraft. Um, you know, I heard everybody talking about it. Obviously, it's huge. There's so many Let's Plays. There's cartoons based on it. Like, so many parodies. Um, a couple of my nephews are, like, super into Minecraft. It's Minecraft everything. And I watched them play it. I'm just like, you know, I don't, I don't get this. I don't really... I don't care. I don't get it. Um, so... You know, playing it for the show, even though I didn't make it very far into it, um, I feel like I came to respect it a lot, and I get it, and I understand why people are addicted to this game, and they're playing it all the time, um, but it's just not a game for me at this point in my life. <laughs> it's, like, it, it's almost like I, I liken it to um, Pokemon, where it's like, it, to me, it's more than just sitting down and playing a game for an hour, it's like a hobby almost. Like you need to really invest, and I just don't—I don't have that time to invest in Minecraft. Or if I do have that time, I'd rather just like play multiple other games as opposed to just sitting in Minecraft. I, I could see that as being, you know, likening it to Pokemon. That that actually kind of makes sense. I I played the game. My first time playing it was when it was still in beta, and I think at the time you could pay like 15 bucks or something like that, and it was like, hey, if you pay for it in beta, you'll get the full build version for free anyway. So I was like. Eh, you know, there's already like 4 million people playing this game. I might as well be one of them and pay for it while it's cheap. Um, and I played it then. At the time, there was no music. Um, a lot of the things that are actually in the game now weren't in the game then. And uh, I played the heck out of it, and I built the heck out of a ton of stuff, and I, and I kind of lost interest with it. And then I actually saw Steve doing a live stream of it, 
with his daughter, and I was like, wow, they actually added in a ton of really cool stuff into this game. And uh, then then Elder Geek, we uh, we picked up a, a group server, you know, for for Elder Geek staff and and family and friends, and kind of got readdicted to it. And that's kind of why we decided to do Minecraft for this episode. Um, there's a lot that I really love about Minecraft. The, the fact that you could pretty much build your wildest dreams. You could build whatever buildings you want. You don't even need to build buildings. You could, you could just, you know, decorate the world how you, how you see fit. But uh, there's actually some stuff about the game that I don't like either. And uh, probably rooted in the fact that there is no... There's no story and there's no tutorial, which I guess is okay, but there are end bosses to it, you know? So there, there can be an end game to the game if you want there to be. Um, and for how successful the game is, it kind of, there's something that irks me a little bit that they don't add in something that helps the players along the way. Like maybe every 50 pieces of iron that you dig, you, you, you get a chance of getting an, a recipe book or something that has one recipe that you didn't have before. To kind of teach the player how to build, I don't know, um, like a, like a forge or something like that, or or the proper way to build a, um, uh, just a like a, a an alchemy station. You would not know how to do any of that stuff unless you were like glued to the to the Minecraft Wikipedia page, which is how I play the game. I've got Minecraft on <laughs> one screen and Minecraft Wikipedia on the other page, and I'm constantly back and forth. See, that's that's actually like. See, that was the part I thought was the most, most interesting about the game. Um, it's, it's almost kind of like this double-edged sword. It's like you go in there, and, you, and if you don't look at anything, well, then you're just going to walk in circles for hours, and you're probably gonna be like, well, screw this game. Um, but then if you... So what that does is it kind of reminds me of the old days um, where you didn't have anything. You know? mm -hmm. like, think of the first Zelda. Like You play the first Zelda, you're dropped in there, and I mean, what, what do you do in that game? You, know, you don't know you can burn a bush and... A little hole shows up and you can go in it. Right. You know that was what Nintendo Power was for, and that was what all your friends were for at school. And you borrowed and their map and you made notes based on their right. notes. And yeah. I think, like, I feel like Minecraft, without having these tutorials, I feel like it has brought that back, and maybe that's why it's become so popular because everybody's on YouTube and everybody, you know, that is the playground essentially is yeah. YouTube and Reddit and everybody's sharing their ideas and they're like, hey, we can make this and that if you do this, and you know, you sitting there with. A Minecraft Wikipedia page is basically you sitting there with Nintendo Power 25 years ago, you know? So yeah. that's what I think is cool about it. And even cooler, I think, is one of the problems with a lot of modern games today is everybody's complaining, oh, there's so many tutorials. The game's always holding my hand. The game never lets go. And, you know, the, the Dead Space 3 is a straight line. You're just going straight. I don't know if Dead Space 3 is. I'm just but Final Fantasy 13 <laughs> is sure a straight line yeah, up until an hour 10. A straight line, and you're just, that's it. And, you know, there's the win button. You hit the button and you win. And everybody hates that. Yeah. So, you know, and developers say, well, the reason we do this is because we want people to finish our games. We want people to go through this 10-hour story and experience the game. Whereas Minecraft is saying the complete opposite. It's just like, you know what? Maybe people don't need these tutorials and i feel like the fact that this game has sold over 20 million copies says to me people don't give a shit about tutorials and if you make a compelling game they're gonna figure it out yeah and that is like to me that's like the biggest home run um of minecraft is just that i, I feel like it is just kind of completely gone against the grain by going back to the old ways of game design yeah and that is like what I totally respect about it. I, you know, I totally agree with that. And I think at this point, if they were to add in something along the lines of a story, as minor as it might be, or if they were to add in tutorials, I think they would get some backlash from people. But 
that doesn't mean there wouldn't be a nice way to work around it. They could even separate the game into another game mode because right now they've got they've got uh, uh, sandbox mode where you can go in, you can literally fly wherever you want within the game, and uh, you know have an infinite supply of of materials to build whatever you want and not have to worry about dying or anything like that. Then there's survival mode where you have to eat and uh, basically survive and you gain levels and you can use those levels to enchant items i don't see any reason why they couldn't add a third version where it would be like story mode or survival story mode along those lines so i don't know that's just my two cents i, I don't think that they're they're at the point where they're accepting notes at all for building <laughs> yeah. their massively popular game but um yeah I, i'm totally addicted to minecraft people watching the video right now are actually going to be seeing um what we've all kind of built I, I, Your world is ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> the world of this town, when, you know, I was hanging out in my world doing nothing, cooking, like, meats on the top of a hill with my little, with my little cave. And then I go to your, like, uh, you know, a castle with towers and houses and all sorts of things. I was, I was blown away. And I, I really was blown away by it. Yeah, and, and that's just, like, that's just a fraction of what you can do. People have been recreating, like, the, uh, the Game of Thrones, you know, cities and everything like that within it. <laughs> It's nuts. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, so it, it basically is, you know, Lego is probably shooting themselves in the foot thinking, why didn't we make something yeah. this simple and this easy to do? Uh, yeah, it's funny because when you think about the Lego games, you're not really, like, building stuff in the Lego games, you know? They're just kind of like these brawlers. You kind of run around and just smacking things. And you collect pieces. Yeah, and you collect pieces. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, it's not really Legos. But yeah. this is like Legos. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is... the Minecraft is the most successful uh creative thing that the gaming community or just video games in general have ever seen or have ever seen on like a really popular scale you know like there's been games like this i think there were a couple um like uh, lego universe i think uh, yeah. for the mm -hmm. pc yep you know where you could just create anything but minecraft kind of takes it up a, a notch a notch pun <laughs> 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 fully intended but, but really it's like it's the it's a great creative mode, you know, where you can just go nuts. But, like, people, like, I think, like, in the past where, like, are you given an ounce of creative freedom and everybody just draws dicks, right? <laughs> that's it. So, like, honestly, that's the first thing everybody gravitates yeah, to. That's like that's the, that's the big joke. But because there's, like, a ton of things to do, like, hundreds and thousands of, like, different things to, like, assail your brain with, especially in, like, uh, survival mode. You know, where you also have to worry about, like, creepers coming up and blowing up your house or blowing yeah. up you and losing your levels and all your crap. Um, you know, like, going into leveling up yourself to be able to withstand the, the hell level, which has just been, like, the bane of my existence. <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, I saw today for the very first time the castle that you built around the outside of our, our portal to, to uh, the netherworld or whatever it's called. It's really cool. Oh, well, yeah, we'll do, well, well, I mean, and I put it on, I think the last video I uploaded was, like, me going to hell for the first time and just getting destroyed. <laughs> getting destroyed by those freaking pig zombies. Nobody uh, told me, well, of course, I, I never looked it up, that there would be, like, pig zombies with swords, golden swords. That are and they friendly, would all just apparently. Swarm. Well, they're, not, they're not friendly. Well, the <laughs> thing is, swords. is if, if you don't attack them, they won't attack you, but as soon as you attack one, they'll, like, all aggro you. So if you just go in and leave them alone, they'll they'll just kind of like hang out and snort at you. Is that where I wandered into with my no armor? <laughs> yeah, I, I, wa I walked Phil for the very first time. He was like, "Wow, this is almost too much to take in." I walk him right through the front gates of Fort Kickass, oh, and no. um, 
And there, the, our purple portal gate is like as you go through the front door. We pass Murray's and, tomb. and keep in mind, I was following Randy for like fifteen minutes to get. Yeah, to I gave I give him like a map. Place. I'm like, here's a map. You know, if you ever get lost, just go right back to the center of the map. And then I turn around and Phil's gone, and he's like, where am I? And oh, then yeah. it just says. Shamoozle was killed by a pig man or something like that. I'm like, what the hell? Where, oh, you know, where'd shit. you go, man? <laughs> Speaking of where'd you go, it looks like we lost Phil for a second. Oh, there. no. <laughs> He's uh, gone okay. off to hell to battle the giant screaming octo baby he, that spits fire at you. He digitally just did what he did to me in Minecraft. So, God. But, uh, well, yeah. we, I, I feel like the hell level is like above and beyond. Everything about this game is like above and beyond what i think i've personally seen before and what like you know it's just the general vibe and like you know like in terms of like all right you're given this world great you can create anything you want awesome oh wait there's a complicated rule system that you kind of have to buy into and figure out cool okay all right there's this great community component also attached going like above and beyond and then there's like all right, I think my first big surprise was, all right, late at night, the yep. sun goes down Hello. and the moon comes up and all these monsters swarm and you're just destroyed. Yeah. You know, like, that just makes that just so much more interesting than just blah, 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 here, like, here, have some paint and some brushes and, you know? And go like, nuts, if only, yeah. if only If only art had, like, a survival horror, like, thing in real <laughs> life, you know what I mean? Hello, sorry. You even, you screwed up our video, too, while you were gone. Everybody got smooshed. Ow. I'm sorry. But you... Bill, but uh, no, man, I totally, I totally agree with you, Chad. This is, this is, this is video gaming to a whole new level. The, the last thing I think that was probably this creative within video games was Mario Paint, which I'm always surprised oh, when I see fun stuff come up from Mario Paint, like with when people like do the Skyrim theme or something like that on Mario Paint. I was thinking of making a movie of Mario Paint, uh, like not a movie, but like a cartoon of Mario Paint again. You're Did freakishly good at Mario Paint, aren't you, dude? I played a lot of Mario Paint. <laughs> <laughs> I think I only played Mario Paint for the mouse and the fly swatting game, and that was really it. I, I, I'm musically kind of not talented. <laughs> for me, it wasn't the music. It was always just the... I hooked it up to my VHS, my, you know, my tape recorder, whatever the heck it was. The VCR. There we go. I couldn't think of VCR. It's been that long. My VHS player. My... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I hooked my Super Nintendo up to the uh, VCR and would like make movies with it that way. That's pretty cool. Wow, you gotta upload some of that. My sister uh, taped over all of them. <gasps> what? Oh. I'll never forget it. I will never stay <laughs> forget it ever. Wow. She's disinvited from the wedding. She is dead to us. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a very tough moment. Even my dad was upset when that one happened. That was like a... <laughs> With a Flyers game? Like, no offense to the Flyers or anything, because, you know, three of us live in the Maybe that's why I hate hockey. Maybe that's why I just... <laughs> wait, wait. So you're, you're in Philadelphia then? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're all in the Philly area. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. So, all right. So you're all in the Philly area. Area. Is it true? Uh, does Philly have the worst fans in sports history? Yeah. Well, they're they're mean, mean, dude. I don't know if you would say that's the word. They're the most passionate. They are very <laughs> notoriously mean, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of... I mean, there's some bad things that happen every now and then, and they, they get kind of blown out of proportion. I okay. Know. I mean, they're like, there, there was... That, I mean, the, there are, like, you know, some 
sometimes where like the the home team gets booed in Philly, and I don't think that ever happens in Buffalo, where I'm from. Oh well, yeah. Okay, if that's bad, then yeah. Then the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess define bad. <laughs> I was gonna say like only once in a while does someone from the like another fan from the other team get beat up in the parking lot. That, that, that was my my definition of like not being too bad was that it might happen like once a season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, they are notoriously mean, man. I think I think the only fans that are that are like have a, a stronger notoriety or are, are like uh raiders fans i've heard you know, yeah i've heard raiders fans are, are pretty comparable yeah yeah but, but uh, the philly fans are very passionate we'll, we'll leave yes. it at that i don't want any yes. philly fans coming out <laughs> sure. and us. Yeah, they'll, come, they'll come get you um <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so so steve how is it playing uh minecraft with your daughter uh that uh, yeah that was gonna kind of be my Thank you for asking, because that was that was what I wanted to kind of go with for my, <laughs> my thoughts. I, it's, it's it's weird. So <laughs> yeah, I have this kind of di- different way of, of how I experience the game because the two of us sit and play it together. When I first got the game, we only had it on one computer, and we would sit here together uh, and just do all kinds of stuff. Now we're at the point where she's got her own computer and her own account, and we're doing land games in the house together, um, which is just. It's it's really awesome. It's one of those things that like we share together and we can talk about. And my wife probably thinks we're speaking some other crazy language, <laughs> but <clears throat> it's one of those things where like you know in the morning I get her on the school bus and there's usually a good ten minutes or so where we're just kind of hanging out waiting for the bus and we'll just sit there and talk. About, I'll be like you know so you know what were you building this morning before we left and we'll we'll have like a conversation about it and it's just it, it's given us this thing to connect on um, <clears throat> that. You know, for, like, parents and their kids, I, I feel like there's not a lot of stuff like that. You know, there's, like, Disney movies and things like that that, that can be enjoyed um, by both. Uh, and, obviously, there's a lot of games I play that I could never, ever allow her to play, but oh, yeah. <laughs> at least until she's older. But this is one that's, you know, it's a... It, it's a um, you know, it's a challenging experience because we, we typically play on survival mode together, so it's not, you know, it's not a cakewalk, and... and so it's like a real video game experience. It's not, I, I guess, is what I'm saying. It's not like we're just, you know, messing around. Uh, we actually have a goal. We have our castle. We're, we're, you know, we're trying to get to the end and everything on our world. So, um, <coughs> uh, it, yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's pretty amazing that. And when I when I watched that Mojang movie, um, it, it really struck me, uh, especially the stuff about how they were using it to teach in schools and everything, like just. Uh, like how it can be used, kind of, you know, to to, to uh, let adults and kids kind of communicate with each other. Or even, you know, it doesn't always have to be like a, a huge, esoteric, uh, meaningful conversation, but just talking something about to anything, do. something yeah. to do, something to connect about. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I think I think you actually bring up a really good point. When when we were kids, there was no shortage of kid friendly games. There was zero shortage, you know, but mm-hmm. now it's kind of like there is, you know, aside from the Nintendo Wii and, and most, you know, a good number of its games, it's kind of hard to find kid-friendly, fun the games. Ones, and the kid-friendly ones usually suck these days. Yeah, that, that's actually mm-hmm. what was going to be my second point. That most of the kid-friendly games that come out now are just garbage, you know, and right. I'm surprised mm-hmm. that kids, I'll be surprised if kids grow up to actually continue to play video <laughs> games when, when they're like, these, these games are terrible. Yeah. My Little Pony game was just terrible. <laughs> I'm well, like a- I mean, well, hang on a second there. I mean, like, you're, well, what I want to say is, like, you're using your adult perspective 
to be like, hey, 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 these these are ass. That's when true. Really, like, if you look back at the things we were into when we were kids, like, really seriously into, yeah. they're just as bad. I mean, I mean, well, go, we watched things. an episode of He Man, and that's all. Oh, that's yeah. all you need to go. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, cartoons and stuff, but like, okay, like take Ducktales on Nintendo. Game's badass, dude. But Ducktales is made today, be a pile of shit. <laughs> you know, like it's like that is a fact. If Ducktales was made today, it'd be terrible. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of wonder though. I kind of wonder though if people, if a kid nowadays were to play Ducktales versus their, you know, modern SpongeBob they, game, well, if, see, if they would like one more than, than the other. These are kids that cut their teeth on different things, so maybe they. I don't know. I feel like Ducktales is one of those games that, like, a lot of like kids, maybe not kids, but like, I don't know. Like my nephew likes Ducktales. He's older for my nephew. He, like he's. 25. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, clearly, he did not grow up with DuckTales. He didn't grow right. up. Like, his first system was Nintendo 64. And, mm -hmm. like, he's got respect for DuckTales. He likes DuckTales. So I feel like it's one of those games that, like, through emulators or whatever, like, kids will find it because it's one of those games that people talk about still. And, you know, they'll, they'll play and they like it. But well, Yeah. I, go ahead. Or, I, 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 would, I would say... Uh, yes to your preference like all right if you as a kid or if you're growing up like a gamer or like a hardcore gamer you know maybe you're going to be into first person shooters or things right. that that require a lot of skill but for like the average kid let's say ever average kid who's just like <laughs> not a gamer just part of the pop culture maybe games occasionally like most of the gaming community like 90 percent you know like maybe they'll see it from a from a different way and then it just boils down to taste you're probably right. But, okay, yeah, but we can yeah. all agree that Minecraft is a good kids game. Or you know, I almost feel dirty saying that it's a kids game, but it can <laughs> it can be a kids game. You know, it's a kid friendly game. Yeah, um, I don't know that I would classify it as a kids game, but yeah, definitely a kid friendly game. Yeah, and and um, you what's know what the rating? I was interesting. Well, I'm sorry. What's the rating? Is that what he said? Yeah, is it E for everyone? I would think so. Does it have a rating? I'm not really sure. I don't know if, if for like a downloadable game that you only. Well, I guess the Xbox One has to. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you, yeah, I think you uh, need to have a rating to to throw it up there, right? Maybe. Am I making up stuff about Xbox Live well, it's again? It's funny we're we're talking about kids and and <laughs> Minecraft because, you know, the moment uh, I knew Minecraft really was like just beyond huge was um, I was over my other nephew's house and all his cousins were over from the other side. It was a birthday party. And they're all younger, probably like, I don't know, maybe in like sixth grade or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or fifth grade. And they were playing Minecraft, like playing it with, you know, like how you would play tag or something. Like they made up this game that was <laughs> Minecraft. And they were like, okay, you're the creepers. You know, like they came up with this game. I was ah. like, Dude, I was like, Minecraft is like, they're playing Minecraft. They don't even have the game in front of them. They're just made up this game and they're calling it Minecraft. You know, like it was just like, oh my God, I can't believe that this game is that huge that these kids mm. are just being, they're being Minecraft. I gotcha. I <laughs> you know, gotcha. that's something, you know we, I <laughs> something we didn't even really talk about. And I guess uh, we didn't, in the two weeks that we've been playing this we've pretty much just been sticking to the vanilla experience of uh, minecraft survival mode but there are a ton of mods and stuff that have been made for the game too there are adventure mode worlds that you can you can load the game and you get quests from npcs and you have to go out and oh, do wow. stuff people have like built this there's also um <clears throat> it's like uh similar to the hunger games type of game where you all spawn in and you're paired up with someone and you and you just have to run away from the center where you're all spawn in yeah and then you have to kind of like cool. 
you, it basically simulates the the experience of the Hunger Games in a Minecraft world uh, where it's PvP. There's uh, even uh, zombie survival kind of uh, things as well, where it's kind of eternal night, and then there are weapons that are hidden within castles that are pre-built, and you can go in and get them mm-hmm. and kind of defend yourself. But otherwise, there's no there's no digging and crafting on your own. You've got to use the materials that that are preset by by someone else. Right, right. And so, yeah, I mean, you talk about creativity and and the stuff that's out there, just kind of outside of the game. And people who have you know created these external mods, uh, it's pretty amazing. I, I have yet to really experience any of them. Uh, one thing, I, I don't know. I don't think it's difficult, but it's a little bit of legwork to get mods installed on the game. Whereas I think um, one of the things on their list of things things that they want to implement to the game is actual mod support. Uh, and that's something they're working on or have been working on for some period of time. And when that happens, uh, I mean, that's just going to blow open the doors because then once it's, <laughs> once it's even easier for people to install mods, I think it's going to uh, get a lot a lot more people doing it. Yeah, it'll be like the Half-Life engine all over again, except mm-hmm. worse, you know? <laughs> well, I think I think this is what this is what Activision wanted StarCraft 2 to be. You know, like yeah. when StarCraft 2 first came out, Wings of Liberty, they're like, check this out, you can do anything you want and it's easy and, you know, like they wanted to build up that community of just like modders and, and hackers, but I don't know if, if Outside of the first like six months, there really uh, wasn't any activity on that. Yeah, yeah, huh? Yep. Minecraft. See, Phil, um, do you want to replay it again, bud? No, I told you, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't invest in it. I can't. It's too much. It's too much for me to take. I actually was asking. Like I saw your world. I saw your. I'm telling you, I was like blown away. I was just thinking. How many hours did they spend building this? Place? <laughs> this is like I can't fathom it. Like, More than we're comfortable <laughs> to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think for me, I mean, I, I'm not a huge survival f- game fan. I don't play a ton of survival games and not survival horror or anything. Um, but for me, the survival mode in this game kind of scratches that itch, and it it kind of fulfills. For me, what I would want out of a survival game, which is, you know, you're just kind of thrown into this situation, and, uh, you know, you just have to kind of make what you can, you, you know. the My introduction to the game uh, came uh, right around when it officially launched. Uh, it was it had been on my radar, and it was one of those things I wanted to check out and had never gotten around to, to looking at, and I came across a video, and it was kind of like, uh, I think the name of it was How to Survive Your First Night in Minecraft. And uh, I watched that, and then I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. Now I understand. Because I had that kind of barrier where I thought it was just like a toy. You know, I didn't understand mm-hmm. that there was actually a, a layer of game there until I watched that video, and, and that, that really clicked for me. And then I got into it. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, I, I, um, I needed to have somebody kind of walk me through it. Especially because I, I think the first time that I played it, I didn't understand the. Uh, I didn't see a video my first night in Minecraft. And uh, the first time I fired it up, I was like, how the hell do I do anything? And they were like, go up and punch a tree, dumbass. So I go up and I punch and I keep, <laughs> I'm hammering my mouse and nothing's happening. I'm like, well, come on. What? And they're like, hold down your mouse. Like even something as simple as that, like telling mm-hmm. you to hold down your mouse as opposed to like clicking it like a mad person. That's that even that's not even explained to you. But um, yeah, after that, it, w- it was just kind of like falling down the stairs. You know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I I think falling down the stairs has never been so pleasurable, Randy. <laughs> no, there there's so many moments doing doing a run with like base knowledge of how to how to play the game that really activated that like yeah I accomplished something in a video game and I feel really good about it as opposed to like the last 
I want to say the last 10 years of gaming, which has just been like uh, feeling feeling like the gameplay has just been stagnant because you've played every single mode of gameplay there ever has to, you know, th- that that is offered now. Yeah. You know, like I played the 2D platformer, I played the 3D platformer, I played the JRPG, I played the Western RPG, and, you know, like, and now, we're, and now, uh, now I'm starting to say, okay, I've played the shooter RPG hybrid, I've played the <laughs> massive multiplayer online brawler. <laughs> you know, and and all the combinations, and this this just totally felt fresh. And when you when you're in something fresh that's like new, you you tend to like really remember it. Yeah. You know, like like my first time in a hugely creative universe where you know your ass was on the line every single night. You know, like that's Minecraft. Whereas like my first time ever playing like um, vehicular combat game, Twisted Metal Two, and I remember all the levels. Is highly memorable, and I feel like every every single time you 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 do something new, like gameplay wise, you're like, that was the best that it's ever gonna be. Right. Yeah, you know that was my like Crash Team Racing, my first kart racer it was like best kart racer of all time. <laughs> Crash but, Team Racing was yeah. your first kart racer? Yeah, dude, and Holy still shit. it holds up, holds up. <laughs> so so what you're basically saying is that vid- video games are pretty much like drug addiction, where you're you're always trying to top that last high. Yeah. With the, <laughs> the first high was the best high. Got to yeah, gotta but, but you always want you just gotta get one that's a little better than the last. That Steve well, is called chasing the dragon, good friend. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I would just say you just never forget your first time. That's it. You know what? I, I will say this. It's there's also there's the first time of playing Minecraft by yourself and having all of those aha moments of, of you know figuring everything out for yourself. But then there's actually playing Minecraft with friends, which to me is a completely different experience because um, I don't want to say like a society forms, but a society kind of forms among you yeah. and your friends. Somebody somebody goes off and they are the official like weapon maker, you know, or, or something along those lines. Like for, with us, Steve made it his mission to go out and, and craft potions for everybody so that when we actually get around to the point to do in the final boss, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna have all these potions to actually heal ourselves so we don't die a thousand times. Um, you know, and that's just kind of the way it worked out, you know. Somebody went to to do the uh, the farming. Mons made sure to have like the castle built and everything along those lines. So, you know what I mean? Like, the, there's that sense of society that I really haven't had, even in like an MMO in a long time. Because even now, most MMOs have kind of gotten rid of the whole um, home system um, within yeah. their within their walls, which is kind of sad, if you ask me. I think the last mm-hmm. one that did the home system well was Star Wars Galaxy, the the original version of it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my two cents on that. Multiplayer is is a different beast entirely yeah. than single and, player. And you know, yeah, I didn't really touch on on like the single player part of it. I mean, I, I've had some. It's weird, like we were saying about how you remember these things that happen. And I've just had some nights, like uh, you know, uh, probably over a year ago when I was first really playing the game a lot. Um, just some like this is going to sound weird to say, but just some wonderfully like lonely nights. Where like I'm the only person in this gigantic world. There was you know one night I I went and got really really lost, and I I'm not going to go into the mechanics because that might get boring. But I basically ended up probably thousands of miles, for lack of better terminology, away from where my home was, and I didn't have a compass. I had no way to get back, and I just wandered and wandered and wandered for hours that night. It was it must have been like two and a half hours of me just trying to find my way back by following the sun. Yeah. And wow. uh, and it never happened, and then I ended up just drowning myself, and then waking <laughs> well, the up. The world my bed. really is that big. <laughs> it's huge, like, dude. You really do get that lost. Yeah, I actually yeah. just uh. just for shits and giggles, 
um, I was watching Netflix and I was like, I really want to see what, what kind of landscapes the game, you know, randomly generates. And I put it into creative mode. And while I was watching Netflix, I just kind of took my guy and flew him up really high in the sky. And I just kind of, uh, I had something holding down on my W key. So it would just constantly keep scrolling forward. It's gigantic. You know, I crossed several, you know, what could be called oceans or at least, you know, gigantic lakes. And it just kind of keeps continuing and continuing. So you'll go from like massive land structures where it'll it'll have both snow and and uh, you know and temperate kind of uh areas or or desert as well and then you'll also have like just massive island chains that kind of happen as well so you could live pretty much any kind of life you wanted within there you could live like a tropical island little life where you're um really dependent on what you can do within that that little uh you know uh, environment or you or you can create gigantic societies like you know like we were trying to do so mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of neat, Steve. That's 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 an experience I don't think you could really get with any other game. You know that that sense of being actually lost and mm-hmm. being a little bit scared because you've lost. It's not like just dying and losing what you had on you. You lost your entire home and possibly everything that was in it, and uh, you know all of your belongings. Really. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, then it all worked out because I drowned myself. Because you w- you woke killed up. yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it had a happy ending in a weird way. <laughs> you know, you know, I like I like in uh, Minecraft the single player campaign a lot too. It's the book uh, Robinson Crusoe. You know, I just read it like a couple years ago, and if you haven't read it, it's about this dude who gets shipwrecked and he's on the island for like forty years, and he has to start from scratch, not knowing how to do anything, how to like, uh, like how to hunt for animals, how to farm. And learns it kind of like through happenstance. And a lot of the stuff that, you know, I figured out in Minecraft, like you were saying, Phil, you know, it's just like, oh my god, like, like, how the hell does this work? Oh wait, no, I had a breakthrough. Alright, now I know how to make right. something. And then, like the whole, like, thank goodness for multiplayer, man, or else I wouldn't know, like, what, you feed the wheat that I would make into bread to an animal? And then it <laughs> makes with something else? And you can harvest that? And, oh, man. Yeah, even a lot of that stuff was a lot of trial and error. Like, we were, like, walking up to pigs with wheat, and they were like, why aren't these damn things following us? And we were kind of trial and error, just walking up with, like, potatoes, and eventually carrots were the ones that worked. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was well, surprised by like how much depth there was to it. Like it really is like a deep game with like tons to do, like limitless potential. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Well worth the asking price. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I could, thir- it's yeah 30 bucks. People, yeah. It's like it's it's something forever. it's like $26 or some odd number or something. I'm sure it's, that has to do with like uh, to to Swedish conversion. conversion or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, I think I think it's like 26.95 or something like that. <laughs> and you can very... even buy the cards now. You can I've seen the Minecraft cards in like 7-Eleven and Target yeah. and stuff. Really? But yeah, they're in the, like where they have like the Clump Penguin and the World of Warcraft cards and all that in that mm-hmm. area there. They'll mm-hmm. have a little redeemable card that you can take and punch the code in and then you got got yourself Minecraft. Wow. Yeah. Yo, Club Club Penguin. Talk about a sh- to talk talk about a shit game that kids love the hell out of, and we'll talk yeah. about like twenty years from now. Uh, that's because it's got constant, nonstop advertising on uh, Disney Channel. Oh, oh man. it's a Dis- it is a Disney property. They own it now. Yeah. I think they. I don't think they owned it at first. Okay, well now they do, and it's like every other commercial on on Disney Channel is for Club Penguin. So so Club Penguin is definitely still like a thing. That's still it's, happening. It's still out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never heard of it until yeah. I, I started talking to you three, so... What? Yeah, seriously. Wow. Yeah, I have no idea what Club Penguin is. Yeah, you it's, will. It's 
It's an, <laughs> it's it's the most successful MMO for kids ever. Huh. You know, and it's probably because Disney. I mean, I'm no Disney picked it up because it was a successful IP. But like I've known, uh, like we have some kids, uh, some kid friends that were just like super into it for six months, let's say, and they just played the hell out of it and like chatted with their friends, chatted with strangers. <laughs> but it's it's like a safe game and it has right, a ton right. of spinoffs and microtransactions. Ah. <laughs> That's what those cards are for. Yeah, I pray. To, I pray that you know Minecraft never brings in microtransactions. Want to play the soccer game in game? It's an extra two ninety five. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I feel like they don't even have to at this point. They've just made it's so true. much goddamn money on this game that uh, it, they might as well just keep it pure and uh, maintain the the level of integrity that it has. I, I think that's the other thing about the game is it does have kind of. You know, even like Phil said, like it's not for him, but like he appreciates it, he respects it, the things that it does. I think it has this because of its roots and where it came from, and and even the way it's grown, it it, it has maintained that integrity. And I don't, I think if they were to do anything to jeopardize that, it would only hurt themselves, and then potentially hurt you know future games that they're working on, like scrolls. Mm, yes, like word. scrolls. I'm, I, I'd like to check that out. What's the word on that? What's that? I haven't touched it. From what I've is seen... It a, is it a game? Like, Can you buy it? No, no, no. It's not no, out yeah. yet. I think it's in alpha or something. Um, oh, okay. I don't know much about it. From what I've seen, it kind of looks like it's a mixture of like a card game and looks kind of similar to that... Um, the hell's that game people play on the iPhone? The hero game, where it looks like a chessboard and they move the... the they have the different classes and uh, I'm drawing the total... Bring sounds like chess to me. Oh, um... <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Wait, there's like black here. different black classes pieces, and board. white pieces. And there's like a all bishop right, and a queen. Right. <laughs> Steve, no. is it uh, Clash of Heroes? Might and Magic? No, it's not a Might and Magic game. No. It's something else. Good, it, it's got a kind of cartoon look. I'll, I'll remember it as soon as we're done here. But it, anyway, it's not important. <laughs> but it, it has that kind of look to it, like a because of the because of the, the uh, success of Minecraft I'm certain that scrolls will be massively successful just because people are gonna be like ah I gotta get his next game just to that see was what actually it's like. gonna be my my next uh, question I wanted to throw to you guys do you think like Minecraft is not just like one hit wonder or do you think this guy is gonna just like continue to knock him out of the park and I've, be legendary I've read interviews with him where he's basically said look I, I think this is probably the most successful thing I'll ever do. And he just yeah. wants—he just wants to make games. I think that's just uh, from from what I—I I don't know him personally, and I certainly am not meaning to sound like I know I'm inside his head or anything. But just from watching that, what he said, reading interviews, and what he said in the movie, he, he seems like he's content, you know, to just continue making games that he wants to make. And if they no, never have the same success as as Minecraft, that he's just good with that. I think that's respectable. I, I don't mm, think he I ever needs another game to be as successful as Minecraft as long as he lives, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? You know, the advantage that he does have, too, is that I feel like he's one of the few game developers that, like, people really know. And, like, you know, because of, like, Twitter, people can follow him. And, you know, and he has this huge audience that he can, like, broadcast to. And, you know, when he's got a new game out, he's got, what, a million people following him? And he goes, okay, go play my new game. So he's definitely got... Probably a million people that are going to play his new game every mm -hmm. time. So. Well, I think I think something that, um, especially in that a, a lot of non-game uh, people are talking about right now, especially uh, I don't know, I listen to NPR all the time. They talk about this a lot. Is uh, is what defines success? 
you know, because in America we have this corporate business model of, all right, if you are a stockholder, you want that stock to go up and up and up and up and up. So corporate entities uh, and publicly traded entities have to do everything they can to just increase and increase and increase and go up and up and up. But if you're just like a regular business owner, you know, what is success for you? Like how much money do you have to make? You know, is like being content with like your life and like content with something that you made with your hands maybe like is that enough to be considered successful? Even if, um, and I think somebody was just talking about this the other day, like, even if your podcast, your gaming podcast, only reaches, let's say, 10 people. 10 people. You're which not, this you're podcast not far off. You're not this far off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these YouTube hits are going up. I'm every just issue. kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. But Go ahead, Chad. I'm you, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> even if you only reach a small amount of people, if those people appreciate you and you appreciate the work that, you know, and you're fulfilled by it, like, isn't that successful enough? So, like, does he have to, does Notch have to, like, reach for the stars and go higher for his next project in order to be, like, a success? I, yeah, I, no. yeah. basically, everybody's kind of wondering if he's going to be the next J.D. Salinger kind of thing. You know, is is that one book, you know, The Catcher in the Rye? How come you never wrote anything as great as that ever again, J.D.? You didn't um, like uh, Perfect Day for Banana Fish? I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think you're right. I think as long as he's happy making the games that he wants to make, I hope that's going to be successful to him. I hope that he doesn't change his mentality from making games that I'm I'm content with to, like you said, a corporate mindset of uh, I'm making games that are going to make me massively rich. I hope that he hasn't had that change in mindset. Um, something tells me based on, you know, based on the interviews that I've read about him and, and uh, you know, his interactions with his fans and, and just the kind of the way he conducts himself online doesn't seem like he has yet, you know, which well, is good. There was an article just released in an interview. Sorry if I step on you. No, no, I'm getting you're some good. robot voice on this end. <laughs> It's like blah, 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 blah. anyway. <laughs> no, there was there was just an article where he said uh, he basically said he will not uh, uh, be publicly traded. He he only wants his his business Mojang to to reach like a certain level. And as a business owner myself, I can tell you like like God, it's 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 crazy when you start employing people and like having to worry about like people's livelihoods like stuck in your hand so when he when i read that about him i was like oh man thank goodness because even uh, if you saw in the documentary he has so many people under him already that i'm sure just that stress is just like enough to you know detract from his creative side yeah yeah it probably is you know and i think that's probably why he's he's you know delegated and put you know he moved jeb onto minecraft to be the lead developer on that he's got people running the business and i think he kind of that gives him the freedom to just kind of continue and be creative and uh he seems like a smart guy to 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 delegate like that i think rather than trying to just do it all and burning himself out isn't there a saying you know a wise man doesn't know a lot he knows what he doesn't know or something along those lines it seems like the the kind of move that he's doing (laughs) he knows that he's not a business owner and runner or manager or something along hire somebody who knows Mm -hmm. how to do it to do it you know word higher higher tier weaknesses is that how it goes Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounded way <laughs> better than the way I bumbled it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Do we want to hit? We we got one one community thought. I find I, one? maybe one? I one community thought. We got nope. one community right. thought. From Apparently Victor. nobody at ElderGeek.com played Minecraft before. Victor uh, <laughs> yeah. 
via Facebook <laughs> left us this. He said, Minecraft was a fantastic concept and fortunately found its way into the public eye and gained a massive following and success. However, I do not think that the game feels or will ever feel finished. Instead of further polishing the gameplay, the developers keep adding things like pistons, item enchantment, and a slew of other features that add very little to the overall game experience. I really like the idea of the game and purchased it way back when it was in alpha, before the game truly exploded. It is by no means a bad game in my opinion, I just believe it's not very focused. He's kind of mirroring a little bit of what you said, Randy, about it not having kind of like a... Not a focus that pushes you in any sort of direction, which can be considered a strength or a weakness depending on how you look at it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Again, I think that the best way to do a workaround of that would be like a survival adventure mode, officially sponsored by you know Mojang or Mojang or whatever. Officially sponsored by Doritos. Yeah, know. or officially sponsored <laughs> by Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Um, Instead, no, no. the game the game <laughs> camera switches to third person. You're a bald space marine. You curse a lot. <laughs> no, but I was honestly I was really thinking about it, and and it's funny you were talking about Zelda earlier, Phil. I, I was really thinking about how fantastic it would be if there was actually dungeons like level one, level two, level three, level four, where where if you finished that boss, you would get the recipe to build something even cooler in the game that you didn't know how to do before. And uh, the, the game actually does random dungeons pretty well. I, I can only imagine how neat it would be if, if somebody took the time to build official dungeons for it. And, uh, and I think it would also be equally cool if they made it an adventure, kind of like how you need to find... You need to gather up the, uh, um, the Ender Eyes together to find the portal to get to the End Dragon. The Ender Dragon. Um, how neat it would be if you were to go through steps like that to find the the level one, the level two, level three dungeons kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just think that there's a ton of potential there, and of course the modding community is is fulfilling that potential. But um, mods can only take you so far. I, I, mods can take you very far, but it's always nice when you get the official supported version. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do believe and- people. Speaking of Zelda and Minecraft, I do believe people have recreated like like most or if not all Ocarina of Time dungeons in the game. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. I would I would, I would just take a moment to to shit on your dreams, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I th- I think that would be a terrible idea to to introduce dungeons in the, in the game outside of modding because that's what Minecraft is all about. It's not Zelda. It's not. You know, and um I feel like the music kind of really epitomizes the the mood of the game you know and maybe that wasn't in alpha uh but or sorry uh but the music is just laid back this soft tempo kind of like a mellow kind of like all right you know this isn't like orchestrated like you know like fighting on top of like a spaceship you know flying a mountain in space i don't know it's like it's cool it's mellow you're hanging out maybe you're high i don't know that's that's always like that's 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 the mood of minecraft to me and i feel like you know it doesn't need dungeons you know like right now i feel like like we we can get away from dungeons. i agree with 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 you chad i think i think it it becomes more gamey Oh, did I think we lose oh, Chad? Did we lose Chad. No, no, no. I was just you used the word are you, gaming. Are you, I, gaming. I felt oh. like I should have a <laughs> shot in front you, of me or something. And <laughs> I wanted you to. I was waiting for the whoop, and I got it. <laughs> um, We're scripted. It becomes scripted at that point. 
yeah, I could see that. I could see that. But like I said, I would almost like it to. Did you guys lose Chad? No, no, no. Oh, I could see, see Chad, him, He's but good. I can't hear him. I'm sorry. Hey, I, I, I was okay. listening. I was being a good listener. <laughs> oh, you were being a great. You were being a great listener. Sorry. <laughs> Too good. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's what I was no. saying. Kind of like that whole non-scripted Zelda one kind of mentality to it. That I could I, I could see and appreciate. And and it almost does have a non-scripted Zelda one feel to it already by finding right. that Ender Dragon um, portal. Um, but about the music, the music is fantastic. And in fact, when I played it. The first time, the music wasn't in there. It was just kind of silence. And uh, when I came back and played it again, I was like, wow, this is this is really fantastic. And and they added in a lot of the other effects, too, like the lightning and, and the uh, the rain and the rain sound effects. And that is, is also equally fantastic. You'll be deep underground, but you'll hear the thunder, and it sounds as though it's coming down through yeah. the cavern. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Whoever whoever did the, the audio and the, the audio design on it in the, in the later phases did a really great job. You know, oh, I actually yeah. like the uh, like the graphics and the look of it. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, Minecraft, but it looks like shit." I actually like it. Like I think it has like a like a charming like art, it's like, like a, aesthetic to it. It's like one of those things. Also, when you kind of like pull back and look at it, as, if you look at a large landscape, it, it's pretty in its own way. It's like mm-hmm. a, like yeah. a like a Monet painting or something. It's like you know, if you zoom in real close, not so much. But when you pull back and you kind of take in the whole thing and it becomes yeah. it becomes beautiful yeah i i am by oh. the way the people are watching this i am using a, a mod to change the appearance of it it's called the pure, uh, Steve, the pure sphinx or something like that sphinx pure bd craft or something like something that like, i'll throw a link mm-hmm. for it down in the in the description below yeah but, uh, it kind of kind of gives everything a little bit more of a cartoony look mm-hmm. than 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 that pixelated um mm. Uh, graphic, but uh, I, yeah. I started using that as well. Um, but I still do appreciate and like the original, just base texture pack. Yeah, yeah. I I gotta tell you, I I actually didn't didn't really like the texture pack at all. <laughs> no, you know, honestly, there <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, you didn't like the the Sphinx texture pack or whatever it's called. No, it it was you know it was it was jarring immediately because I was like, what the hell is in my hand? Like the torch looks really odd. <laughs> um, <laughs> But but then uh, you know I guess maybe it's just like I, I like the old school eight bit feel of you know mm-hmm. Minecraft is very familiar it's like yeah. comfort food yeah it is it's uh, it is like comfort food I I tried a few of the other texture packs as well like there's a, an insanely popular HD real life texture pack but that that didn't feel right to me and uh, I don't know for me this is the only texture pack that felt right and I tried a ton of them yeah I tried a bunch and outside of the original vanilla. Uh, texture pack that this was the only one that I I liked at all. Yeah, I, I tried some that made it look like post-apocalyptic. One oh, that's kind of like one had like an old style RP like a Western RPG look to it, um, like Ultima or something, and it just you know didn't really uh, do it for me. Oh, dude, that's it. All right, so so to Victor, to anybody who wants something that looks like Minecraft but is actually Zelda. 3D dot game heroes. I really want to play that game so bad. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's sitting on my shelf right here. It's one of those. I, I've played a bit of it, but I haven't finished it. Yeah, that game looks great. That's one of my games of like just rainy day. I really want to try it, kind of thing. But go through Wind Waker and Twilight Princess first, <laughs> <laughs> and then go back. All right, all right. I will. It's not as good as those. <laughs> so uh, I guess that does it. Is that I think we've all we've yeah. talked to Minecraft uh, to death pretty much. <laughs> it's one of those games. Yeah. It's 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 when you try to explain it to somebody, um, you sound insane. 
somebody who has <laughs> never played it. Because one of the guys on our server who's been playing, my, my buddy Tilo, uh, who uh, came and played on the, on the Elder Geek server with us, I tried to get him into that game for like a year because we always played MMOs together and stuff. And I, just, I was like, this game will be so up your alley with the crafting and that kind of just getting, he likes getting lost in games. And I, I was like, this game was made for you. Hmm. And I would sit there at, at night, you know, we'd be in like mumble chat or something and I'd be trying to explain it to him. And he'd be like, you sound insane. I, I, he's like, I don't want to play this. It just sounds <laughs> terrible. And you, you sound like there's something wrong with you. And, and then sure enough, like once I finally, I was like, look, we set up a server at Elder Geek. Just buy the $26 game and come play. And then, like, I would log on in the morning before work, and he'd still be on playing and stuff. <laughs> I'd be like, did you even sleep last night? So, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's, it's impossible to, to really explain it properly. And once you experience it, you, you have the ability to get in there and really see what is so special about it. I think it's even one of those things that you have to play to appreciate it as well. I mean, you could you could watch videos of it and be like, eh, yeah. my, my wife will be in here and she'll be reading or doing anything and she'll be watching me over my shoulder and she'll be like, that looks really boring. And <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? It's not boring at all. This is this is very exciting. And at the same time, it's also ridiculously relaxing too. You know, and I don't have to worry about ammo count or, or health bars or, or, you know, anything like that. I just go at my own pace and it's very relaxing. Oh yeah, you know, I was gonna say that um, it it does not have well, it could, but but it should it does not have um, a competitive uh, nature to the multiplayer. There's more like a cooperative mm-hmm. uh, nature, which is like something that I really appreciate that makes me want to to be a part of it. Because even though like I totally suck, like I'm a total noob, even now that I'm spending like what maybe a, maybe a time month. Time out, time out. Just so anybody's watching the video, if anybody sees the zombie cat trapped in the in the glass cage and is on display <laughs> in, in this museum-like <laughs> setting, that's his. Or I should be pointing down. That's his. You know, um, I don't even know how you did that. Or, or uh, You actually had a point you had two zombies in there. And, and I've been, um, I don't know. Actually, I, actually, two zombies in an archer, but they keep disappearing. I don't know why. Yeah, but that but... one, the one that's holding the block, is just. He's been there for like two or three weeks now, or something like that. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't named him yet. Maybe, maybe listeners of the podcast can name the wayfaring zombie holding the brick. <laughs> um, but, but anyways, that that cooperative aspect is so unlike, you know, like let, let let's just say, like anytime that I logged in to play Halo multiplayer, it was just like. F this and end that and like like these horrible things that were just get like if if you're not getting reamed out in a really racist ray you're just getting destroyed unless you spend a ton like unless you spend way too much time like perfecting the skills necessary to do okay at those games but I can totally suck ass in a in a cooperative online game and still feel like yeah I'm contributing this is great mm-hmm. you, you were yeah. breaking up a little bit there but you said you 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 could suck ass at it, but you still contribute and you feel like you're contributing to the game. Yeah. Cool. Phil, yep. I'm so I'm I'm sad that you didn't join us more within that server. I think I, I, I think sorry. we should have we should have built like a second castle to let you start off in. So you weren't overwhelmed oh, yeah. when we took you to Fort Kickass. I was. I was overwhelmed. <laughs> I was I was too, dude. I was I looked around, I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. This is <laughs> Gollum walking around I'm like how you made that? That's insane. <laughs> Yeah, it was nuts. Did you at least get cool. to try out the hot tub, Phil, while you were there? Did uh, you go up and get to try that? No, I don't, no he hot. didn't make it to the hot tub. He he pretty much died in the uh, in the nether world and then came out and then I think he had to bail <laughs> no, real quick. Continue, no, you could you continued to show me around and then you gave me like a bunch of goodies, you gave me armor and all this stuff and I was feeling good. And then 
I go, well, where can I build my house? And you go, over here. And then you bring me to, like, this woods, this terrible area. I showed him the jungle right behind the <laughs> moat. And you're like, here's, uh. here's four torches. Knock yourself out. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then my game crashed. <laughs> That's right. His game crashed. And that was it. Did you, did you yeah, build a fort back there, by the way? No, it crashed. That was it. You never went back in. Because you know what's funny is, like, today, when I was recording the, the footage for this, I actually found a fort back there that was generated wow. by the game. I've never seen before back hmm. there. It's got, like, booby traps and everything inside. Wow. Oh, yeah. Someone made it. It's maybe yeah, it's totally Indiana Jones <laughs> shit back there. That's kind of awesome. Someone was sneaking on, building dungeons. <laughs> no, I, th I think it was randomly generated by the game. We just... It was right in our backyard. We just never saw it the entire time. Wow. Can, can, can I just admit to, to something? <laughs> so, um, uh, the other, so the other day, I've been really busy making my little gopher hole uh, under, underneath <laughs> the zombie uh, zoo. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, okay, I'm collecting all these uh, materials and making, like, walls where I just have, like, the gold wall, you know, the, the lapis wall, and so on and so on. I was like, I want a lava wall. That's it. I know. I'll dig a tunnel underneath the lava that's in the middle of town <laughs> uh, and poured it over. But the way I did it, it was like, oh, like I, I mined to right underneath, um, uh, to uh, right underneath Steve's daughter's house, and uh. accidentally made like a lava tunnel that would pretty much. I don't know if it would like, if it would like nuke her house, if it would like <laughs> the lava stream would like melt what's above it. But I was I was this close to being like this is such a great idea. oh wait this is a terrible idea <laughs> watch watch the video when it goes live because it's funny that you say that Mott's in his house because I, I kind of went through everybody's houses and did like real quick walkthroughs I didn't I didn't go rooting through anybody's stuff but like Mott's has this 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 um, uh, ladder that goes up and on all four sides of you is glass and behind the glass is constantly flowing lava and it's creepy mm -hmm. as shit and it looks trippy as hell. I, I don't even know how he put it together, but uh, but yeah, yeah, you got to you got to check funny. that out. Yeah, that's funny, Chad. That 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 I I almost would have liked to have seen like what would have happened if if the house did get all burnt up or something. Oh, you would have no. melted our snowman. I don't I don't want that on my conscience. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm going in. I'm doing it tonight. I'm sneaking in. I'm don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. God damn. Oh. But it's a good game. It's a, it's a good relaxing game, and it's a good game to kind of. I think the beauty of it is, um, like because it's so relaxing, it's the kind of game you bounce back to in between your really hardcore games. Or for me, like it's the game that I'll bounce back to now that I'm if I'm in between games to review, which I won't be in between review games until like April or May or something at this point. But uh, but you know what I'm saying, you know, mm -hmm. it's a good fallback game. You can always go back to it, and it's kind of like even the world that that my daughter and I have in our local like our land game that we play. It's like. Yeah. We didn't play that for maybe eight or nine months, and then we went back to it. We're like, oh, yeah, we had this going and that, and then we just picked it right up again and, and built our castle up even bigger. And, yeah, it's you can always go back to it, and it's, it's great that way. That's awesome. And since we have the server good. going, I guess, you know, maybe we can kind of get people kind of coming and going and putting in new things, and we'll have to open it up at some point to, to the Elder Geek uh, people. We've been talking about it, but we haven't we haven't uh, done it yet. we got we got to figure out a system of how to how to manage it all first, you know? Yeah, yeah, that, that could, you know. Oh, no. I think no. I think everybody would be collectively sad if we found just lava poured over all of you know four kick ass. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, I if you walked in and you're like, gosh, oh, yeah, all right, deleting this server, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can that save backups. Totally but oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can back it up. Oh. Well, you should back it up immediately because, like, 
I've, I've screwed up in so many different ways. I, I, I just didn't know. Like, I, I, went, I went to hell. I started killing the spawners. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You know, it's like, well, I, I thought you were supposed to kill those because monsters were coming out. But no, apparently, no, those those were there purposely. That, that would... And then I, I almost killed the snowman golem. Because I just logged on and and like I was like, what the fuck is that in my house? It's a snow. What the hell is that? I will kill it. It's a snowman and, and it's got a jack o' lantern head. I know. Thank goodness you were on, Randy, and talk me down. <laughs> <laughs> and then I noticed, oh, it's not really attacking me. Oh, somebody. Oh my god, a little girl made that. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I, I think yeah, you know what, that. Chad. I think it was you that said we were playing the one day and you were like, I, I my do- You were like, so what's you know, so and so's deal about my daughter, and and I was, I was like, oh, uh, she's eight, so if she's acting bizarrely, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> and you were like, oh, that explains so much, because she was probably just saying like weird shit in, in the in the public chat and everything. And <laughs> it's it's good to have her around because she always builds the really lighthearted stuff, the colorful stuff, while as we're like, you know, castles and moats and crap like that. And and yeah. she's like, here's this mural I did. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's somewhere on some side of a mountain. She built like a colorful, just pattern mural for some reason, just because she could. That was yeah. like her thing. Was she wanted to make dyes mm. and then dye wool, which is why all of our sheep are now like rainbow colored. There's like the light blue sheep and the dark blue sheep <laughs> and the blue sheep and yeah, know, so. yeah. Cool. So yeah. yeah, we'll 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 have to when we have more information about that for people listening. If you want to come check out our server, uh, we'll. we'll float that out somehow through one of the means which leads us to the next part which is head over to eldergeek.com and check us out on facebook and twitter and youtube and twitch tv uh these guys have been streaming a lot of minecraft and twitch tv so if you want to get kind of a, a more in-depth look at what's going on uh you can watch them live on there and you can check out this podcast on youtube where you're possibly listening to it right now and uh please subscribe to our channel that would be awesome. And if you're listening to us through some other means, like audio, like uh, head over to the iTunes store, the Zoom Marketplace, or Stitcher Radio, and subscribe to us on there. Maybe give us a little star or five. Would be great. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little, uh, you know, a little review you could write. Whatever. You that'd, know. that'd be nice. Yeah, we'd, we'd certainly appreciate it a whole bunch. <laughs> so what um, are we doing next time on here? What's going on? Next time we're going to be playing Shinobi 3, and the guest on the show is going to be Saber from the Frag Dolls. Whoa, awesome. Yeah, yeah. But uh, before we actually sign off, Chad, give everybody you know the quick rundown. Where can they find Jumpman Podcast? Because there's actually many places. They can find it on IllBeGeek.com, of course, but but you, I believe you have it on RetroWare TV as well? That's right, but but uh, uh, we we have our own website, jumpmanpodcast.com. That's where everything's archived. Update that constantly. It's where you can find our our one dollar ebook, Fat Vampire Slayer, which uh, if you haven't if you haven't read, it's exactly as it sounds. It's really funny. Um, we're on iTunes, so you can subscribe to us there. But really, if you're if you're listening to this right now and you're on the Elder Geek uh, YouTube site, you can just go to elder-geek.com. We're on there every single week, man. And I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I'll throw up all the relevant links and everything below the uh, the YouTube description as well, because uh, Chad was breaking up a little bit there, so we don't want people to not check out his stuff. Um, yeah, check out Jumpman Podcast. It's actually a ton of fun every week. It's him and his brother, and he- they are hilarious together. Mm-hmm. Way funnier than... Me and Phil. 
<laughs> you haven't no, said anything in a long time, face. Phil. That's so sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, while, we, while we've got the subject up, uh, check out Phil's latest video, uh, which he just posted this week, uh, which is the volume two of his... Actually, you talk about it, Phil. It's your thing. Yeah, volume two of Read Only Memory. This is it. Read Only Memory is over. It's my... Uh, series of cartoons i've been doing for GoNintendo.com, well in association with them and uh yeah that's mm. volume two it's the uh, it's four of my shorts together um and i try to tell like a little story with them like a little a little narrative about what it was like to be uh growing up during the the ness era so yeah check it out it's on schmoozle's youtube channel do it awesome Awesome, and cool. uh, for me, I'm working on Dragonborn, and then after that, it's Alien Colonial Marines, uh, 25 games for my son, uh, Lara Croft, Crisis 3. Basically, I'm going to be busy for a while, so <laughs> um, subscribe to us here on YouTube, and you will uh, see all those videos as they go live. Yes. Cool. Well, hey, thanks thanks again, guys, for having me on. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, yeah, peace out, I guess. Yeah, man, yeah, hey, Chad, good having you, you on. Thank you very much. Yeah, dude. And we will see you guys back here in two weeks when we're talking about Shinobi 3. Uh, have a good night. Yep. See you, everybody. Bye, guys.